Hey y'all and welcome back to Ray of Light TV podcast. I'm your host Raven Lynn welcoming you all back to another episode of Soul Care Sunday. Now you all may know me from Instagram as the YouTuber, TikToker, dancer, or even the girl who's always making encouraging faith-based content. But here on this podcast, you will get to experience me in a whole new light as I take you through our Soul Care Sunday series. Here on this podcast, transparency and healing is the focus behind every episode. So I invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the radical transformation that will occur in this podcast that is destined to leave you better than when you came. Thanks for joining us and welcome to Ray of Light TV. Hey y'all, thank you so much for joining me again for another episode of How to Womanhood um, (laughs) uh, with my girl, Princess Blama. Thank you for the generosity of giving your time and listenership. Hey y'all. It is one of the greatest gifts I could have ever asked for today. Um, Now, before we go any further, I want to stop and tell you to head on over to my Instagram page at Ray of Light TV Podcast and my girl princess's page at Women's Corner and hit that follow button. On that page, you'll be directed to various notifications Mm -hmm. of my content, posts, and things that are coming up for the podcast. Please be aware that I'm fully available for consultations and all of your podcasting support needs. Also, if you are interested in becoming a patron or premium member, DM me because we can get to that. Now let's get into the discussion. Princess, Mm -hmm. how are you? I'm good. How are you, love? I am wonderful. I'm doing well. So excited to be doing this, my friend. (laughs) Y'all, I love my friend. (laughs) I love you too, boo. Yes. All right, so this is the third episode that we have done in our How to Womanhood series. And if you haven't caught these last few episodes, you are truly missing out. We have covered everything from women's sexuality to relationship advice and dating in the pandemic. So this week, I thought it would be really interesting and fun to shift gears for a minute and focus on women, not solely from a relational standpoint, but from a financial one. Princess, any thoughts? No, keep going. Okay. me. (laughs) All right, I want to take you on a short trip down memory lane through this article provided by Forbes.com. This a little, this gonna be like a little five minute read. Bear with me, people. <laughs> All right, so the National Institute on Retirement Security revealed that in 2016, for women's age 65 and up, um, their median household income was 83% of men's, and that caregiving and divorce affect women's finances and retirement readiness negatively. Plus, single parents are usually women, further impending their earning or saving potential and the prevalent earning gaps between women and men further complicates the situation. However, many women have taken control of their financial futures in the present and are making strides in the investing world. Fast forward from the ECOA to now, and there is much for women to celebrate when it comes to the financial independence and investing, especially in the area of alternative assets, which can be held in self-directed retirement accounts and enable investors to diversify their retirement portfolios independent of the stock market. As women grow their wealth and deepen their knowledge about many types of investments allowed through self-direction, they will find many avenues 
from which to grow their retirement savings. For example, the annual Women's Alternative Investment Summit caters to women in various alternative investment categories. You have leaders, founders, deal makers in private equity, venture capital, credit, real estate, and hedge funds, as well as their advisors. These asset classes are popular in self-directed individual retirement accounts. In recent years, investing in private equity and venture capital has grown in popularity among self-directed investors, both male and female. Recognizing how the financial industry was not developed with women in mind, um, it's so important uh, that these companies change the narrative by helping women to create their own investing portfolios and providing education and coaching for women, by women, that part, okay, among the investing options mm -hmm. is impact investing. Another way self-directed investors can create more diverse retirement portfolios aligned with their interests or causings that means something to them with assets that have integrated environmental, so social, or governance factors. <laughs> I can't read today. Um, in recent years, more women have been working in the finance industry, okay, including alternatives. According to Precuin, women comprise 19.7% of all employees in alternatives in 2019, up from 188 in 2017 overall. Venture to Capital has the largest representation of women among all alternative asset classes at 21%. Most of their positions are junior or mid-level, though. When looking at all alternatives, female executives occupied only 11.9% of senior roles in 2019, up from 10.5% in 2017. Now celebrating its 20th anniversary, 100 Women in Finance is dedicated, that's the article who provided this, is dedicated to helping women who work in finance to achieve their professional goals throughout their career. MBA.com reports that women applying to MBA programs is on the rise, with over a third of programs reporting a 20% increase in applications for women. So it was very imperative for me to share this article with you all because I know that many women on my channel aspire to be their own business women, women who work in finance or are entrepreneurs, etc. I also think this is important because as women, we weren't even included in financial discussions until almost 1980. 1980, y'all. Exactly. The ECOA that made strides for certain people being able to receive loans and help from creditors wasn't even enacted until 1974. Some of our parents were already born, child in high school, living by then. Exactly. And so it kind of makes you wonder, like, who was making these decisions? Why and how can I, using the education and resources that I have today, position myself in a way that allows me to thrive in an industry that wasn't initially built for me, you know, but was kept for me? I was listening to something that Oprah said yesterday, and it's not so much how you work. It's not so much about the actions, but it's about positioning yourself to make the right next moves. So how can we today as 21st century modern black young women prepare in such a way that when we are 65, it's covered? I ain't worried about running out of my retirement savings. I'm not worried about any of this. I'm living off of this money, okay? Princess, any thoughts? I was watching this TED Talk um, where it was this um, guy who started talking about is it too late for ladies or women to get into the financial world? So just hearing that for us, that 
the discussion even with me be having credit cards or even knowing about finances didn't happen until the 1980s is extreme for me because I was yes. just watching the man talk about how it's not too late for ladies to get into finances and how the death rates for guys versus ladies is um, 7% different because ladies die, I mean, live longer than guys. Mm-hmm. So it got me to think that for me as a woman, God forbid my husband dies. Right. Who's going to help me with my finances if I don't know anything about finances? Who's going to help to pay the bill if I, if I don't have anything established? So now that it has been established for me and I'm in the 20th century and it wasn't established for the other ladies inside the when it was 1980s, it's like, yo, I'm confused. Right. Like, why, why did it take a man to come and tell me this information about women going to finances? Yes. Why is it not more women talking about this? Yes, absolutely. And I think one of the main points, like why women don't talk about it is because they're intimidated or they don't understand mm-hmm. anything about finance. Like I know math, my whole life was intimidating for me. My teachers were like, oh, Ray, you're so good at math, like awesome. But I was like, I don't know nothing about this money stuff. Also in high school, I never took a financial literacy course. Like I didn't, I don't know about all this stuff. Um, and so I think that is a lot that plays into it. And then also men go into business. It's just like something guys do. Oh, I'm going to be a business major. But if a woman is like, no, I want to get my master's in business. It's like different. You will want her to major Mm -hmm. in something like cosmetology or cosmetology or being a teacher or some other stuff. But it's like, no, I can be a woman who's good at math, who's good with accounting, who's good with finance, and I can be mm-hmm. making the decisions for the women. I know for me, when I was in school and I was a coder, yeah, um, there was, yeah, girls, them girls all the way. Hey, I'm pretty smart. <laughs> but anyways, but um, it was very scarce to see women in coding. Mm-hmm. And I was so happy when I found a platform on Instagram talks about women in coding because in the industry alone it's very intimidating to be the woman inside yes. this industry full of only guys saturated they with look men look at you yeah they look at you as if it's like you're a piece of me and you're thinking like oh these are nerds they won't think like that but no they they all think the same like we're not worthy enough to be inside the industry why aren't you doing hair or something mm-hmm. luckily I don't get it as much but it was so heavy when I was inside that industry when I was in high school and I didn't know my identity and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was struggling really bad because the society that we live in nowadays, they still, yes, we have upgraded physically yeah. from women not knowing about finances and women getting their hands on their own credit card, knowing about their own money. But mentally, a lot of people are still stuck inside the man being a provider of the household, even though that's okay. Of course, a man's supposed to be the provider, but ladies still should know about finances. Ladies right. still should know about money. I think us ladies, we tend to step back and say, only God should handle the money because mm-hmm. that's how my mama was raised because that's how my parents did it growing up. Yes, that is true. That's how they did it when they was there that age. The world is innovating. The world yes. is growing nowadays. We all supposed to have our own empire. And that's why you see a lot of billionaire wives instead of the wife is a billionaire. You see what I'm yes. saying? And that's one thing I told myself. I was like, oh, no. After that experience in coding, I was like, whatever industry I walk into, whatever room I come into, you don't know me. 
Yes. You're not going. You're going to know who Princess Blama is outside from her husband. Not sure. not because of you know I'm walking with my husband. No. For sure. And I love that you said that because as the world evolves, we have to evolve with the world or we just go get left behind. You know, if there's women out here, you know, who are making billions of dollars, not millions, Mm -hmm. but billions of dollars off of stocks. Mm -hmm. Why would we not take the time to learn such a craft instead of investing in a job in a nine to five that we don't even care about or Mm -hmm. a nine to five that a nine to five with a 401k that will not you know, satisfy us throughout Mm -hmm. retirement. So I just think it's about taking the time to learn these skills. And especially for my women who want to be business people, I feel like a lot of people make the mistake of thinking that their passion will take them all the way. Like their passion will lead them to the millions. Your passion don't lead you to the millions. I'm sorry. (laughs) Passion is an excellent thing to have. It makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. It makes you radiant. It makes you awesome. You need passion. But you also have to partner that that passion with strategy, with hardcore strategy that other people did. If so I want to say to a, sorry, no, that's okay. Go ahead. Who has the, who has the passion to be a content creator? Yeah. And what would you say to that that little girl? You know, what would you say to her? I would talk. I would tell her to go on YouTube. Just like <laughs> we gonna talk about it. We gonna talk, no, literally, we're gonna talk about this. I was just watching a, a video of this other girl. She said she quit her nine to five and she made like a hundred k that first year doing content creation. Mm-hmm. It's about using a strategies about researching searching learning the stuff that they did researching how researching marketing that's what she said you think it's really content creation but really what you're doing is marketing you have to learn how to market your brand you got to take time to learn these skills and once you get good baby partner with that passion partner with that holy ghost exactly you gonna be fired that's that's one thing people and we talked about this you know the purpose preparation yes the ex, um executing something is easy it's mm-hmm. easy to put something out there but preparing for it's always hard people tend to think that oh I could just I know for me and me being when I was a model on Instagram um companies were like why why are you so when I first got my first deal let's start with that when I first got my first deal, yes, deal. Was Macchias, it was a makeup line well it is a makeup line and when they first offered me money I'm thinking oh, okay I could just do fifty dollars you see what I'm saying? But then when a lady told me, I was like, no, we're going to pay you three fifty. dollars I thought that was big money. I thought that was big money. And then <laughs> I started to understand the, no, I started to really understand the work and the time that was to be put into that. So yes. that's why she was paying me that amount of money. Because this time that's invested into it, this work that's in, invested into it, it's me that's invested into it. I have to prepare yes. when I'm just because I'm taking five photos, just because I'm making one video doesn't mean anything. What I execute to them is like, oh, a three minute video. You see what I'm saying? People think, oh, you're getting paid $350 for a three minute video. No, I'm getting paid $350 for the for my preparation. Yes. A lot of people tend to miss that step and understand and tend to forget that us content creators, the reason why we charge so much for our stuff is because we it's me. You see what I'm saying? It's my time. Your nine to five is my nine to five just on my time, mm-hmm. just the way I want to do it. And I think a lot of people they don't give us enough credit for that. They yeah. really don't. I love that. Um, the the lady who I was watching on YouTube, she was like, she was a black, she was a black content creator, and she was just like, it was really hard at first to ask for what she thought she was worth because she didn't think anybody would want to pay that much for her media. So she would only be charging like 
$300. And she was like, at the end of the month, it was like, I can't pay my rent. So that's Mm -hmm. why she had to take our price up. But I would just say, ladies, like, don't be afraid to ask for what you're worth. Because just like Princess said, it's time. Time is something I can never get back. Time Um, is valuable. Time is valuable. It, you know, like it's time. And then also the preparation, the work, my resources, like pay me what you owe me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. sincerely, because we tend to forget that we ourselves is a brand. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing that God's really been, you know, showing me, no matter where I go through, no matter what I do in life, my life is a ministry. My, My life is a brand. So let's yes. say, let's say, let's say Kylie Jenner wore um, a clothing I made, right? If Kylie, Kylie Jenner wore that clothing versus my sister on Instagram taking pictures for her, who do you think is going to get more views? How many customers do you think is going to come because Kylie Jenner wore that, because um, Kylie Jenner wore that, that clothing versus my sister coming? Because people know that Kylie Jenner herself is a brand. Just saying her yes. name, you should be paying her we're saying her name. You see what I'm saying? So for you, or drama, whatever the case may be, people, and we would tend to just take scum. I know for me, when I first started doing hair, paying people $150 for an eight, eight, eight hour hairstyle, beauty long braids and everything, and then $150. One of the girls told me, she was like, never. She told me this, a client that I had, she told me this, she said, after you finish my hair, you know, for charging me this price, never in your life ever charge someone um, $150 for the the thing that you just did on my head and I was like why is it you know it's, it's fine she was like you just spent eight hours on your mm-hmm. doing fox locks on my hair not only that you travel to me and you charge me only $150 girls out there are doing worse than you are doing your hairstyle looks much better than somebody else and they're charging <laughs> $300 know your worth know who you are and I will never forget that but you know what never forget that but you know what just disgusts me even more about that i just looked up what's 150 divided by eight 1875 so thinking about working an eight-hour shift we think making 19 dollars an hour is like baby it's lit baby it's lit after making 19 dollars an hour working an eight-hour shift on my feet i've only made 150 dollars yes yes no, that just that just made me upset too. That just made me upset too. This the kind of stuff I be talking about. They not they they don't be doing us right out here in these jobs. But that's it's another no, conversation it's not, for another it's day. Not, I no, it's not the jobs. I feel like it's us. Really, I feel like we don't be doing ourselves right for these jobs because anyone could do the work. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Anyone could do the work, but who put the application in? Who applied? Did they call you say, hey, can you come and do this this job? Can you work eight hours for nine dollars an hour? Did they do that? No, you put the you you fill out the application. You right. did it. And you went out there and did that. I know for me when God really started like telling me who I was and showing my identity, it's not me thinking like I'm better than folks. No, 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 no. It's me understanding the talents that God has given me in a hand that right. I'm so dealt with in life. That's what it is. That's what it is. You preach okay? it. And I'm not about to bury no talent. No, that's that's what it is. 
So yes. whatever industry, I know for a fact, the God that I serve, I don't serve no small guy. So what you see, give me small paycheck. <laughs> that ain't me. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know because when God really started to show me your identity and show me like princess, I had given you a million dollar business. Yes. You just had to be prepared for you want to go work for somebody else to grow their business. Princess. Do you know your name? Do you know? You know what? Well, we're not just be talking about that. We just need to talk about financial. Princess, okay? you preach. Go princess, you're preaching. No, we do this all the time. Princess, princess, no. Go back. Princess, to what does the Bible say? What did God say? To, what did God say to Gideon? God said to Gideon, "You are a mighty man of valor." I'm gonna, pr- I'm gonna shout. I'm gonna give God a 12 second a dance right here. Man. 12 second dance. You are a mighty man of wealth, of wealth. You are a strong, you are a strong woman of wealth. You are a mighty Mm -hmm. woman of valor. How Mm -hmm. dare you be going to this job? Okay. And I'm not trying to dog nobody. I'm not trying to dog nobody because we need our money. We need our jobs. I'm not trying to say that. What I'm trying to say is don't get comfortable with people just handing you anything. This is what I have to do for the rest of my life because that's how mama and daddy said I had to make a nine to five. This is what we're talking about. The world is evolving. We don't have Mm -hmm. to have the jobs that our parents had. Thank you, Jesus. We don't have to walk Mm -hmm. into a job and clock in to make it to a certain level. There are ways we can work Mm -hmm. from home, work from our computers, work for ourselves, making the type of money that we want to make. Mm -hmm. So we have to to become a student to these things so that we can excel Mm -hmm. in the market place it's a little thing that god revealed to me it's called planning to possess you have to plan Mm. to possess the land Mm. when god told yes when god told Mm. them to go up and possess the land you can go up and possess it baby but you better be prepared Mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta be prepared Mm -hmm. to go up in there okay Mm -hmm. so yes we we gonna move on we gonna move on because me and princess will get here and preach but y'all need it y'all need to get woke exactly All right, y'all, let's talk about the first thing that I would love to share with you guys about my investing tips. And if you guys don't know, my girl princess, she is, I'm not going to tell all her business, but this is the investing queen. So y'all talk to her. Y'all get, y'all get with my girl. All right. Number one, this is something that I wasn't familiar with, but um, stocks, stocks is the most common um, way for you to build residual income. Residual income, I'm gonna give y'all a little financial literacy, is basically when people be like making money while you sleep. So it's something that you can get money from that you don't have to actively do labor to get, okay? So residual income. I get residual income from my podcast. I put out um, episodes, but the money grows (laughs) while I'm not doing a podcast. Thank you, Jesus. I'm gonna give them another 12 second dance. All right, so stocks says um, common investors participate in the financial achievements of the companies, make profits through capital gains, and earn money through dividends, although losses are also possible. Um, I think stocks are a great way to invest in money um, because, I mean, why not? They let regular schmegular, anybody can put $5 into a stock and they can potentially Mm -hmm. get some money back. I mean, why would you not participate in that? It's free money. Um, so yeah, let's participate in the market and what's going on. And we have a chance to gain money from this as well. I'm gonna let princess talk, but I just want to say one thing. 
So Tori Birch, if you are familiar with the company, Tori Birch, she got the shoes, she got the bags. She said, I started Tori Birch so that I could fund my business. She said mm. she had to be a person that's at the, who's sitting at the table making a decision. She had to have the millions and billions of dollars so she could pursue her passion of philanthropy. So she started a business to fund her business. That's how some of us have to think. Mm -hmm. These mm -hmm. little nine to five mm -hmm. days that you, mm -hmm. they're not going to allow you to sit at the table. I'm sorry, but I want my millions of billions so I can make some actual change in the world before I die. I feel like that's what mm -hmm. I'm here for. And, you know, although it's a sad reality, money is power in our world. Like everything is business. Even your passion is business. Okay. That's how we make money. So everything is business. And so when you mm -hmm. look at it and think about it from a financial and a business perspective, you already ahead of the game. And so finding ways to monetize your passion, finding ways to monetize, monetize. what you mm -hmm. love to do, like Tori Birch did, that's how you found your billion dollar dream. And now you see my girl as a multimillionaire. So. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. The yes. Bible says that um, for, for a lot of y'all already know that this is a Christian podcast. So everything we talk about is always going to be biblical. And if it's and if you want, you can go and go and um, go look up the facts, go and track our whatever you want to do. I don't care. <laughs> but we not be for real because I I want people to understand that what we speak. I always want I I as a person every time when I tell you know someone about God and everything, I always want you to go and look back up the word I just spoke to you because yes. I don't want you to take it as my word. No 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 no. Go read it for yourself. Because it speaks different when someone reads it as their own versus me tuning them in their channel. No, you tune into the channel yourself. Don't let me tune it for you. Amen. But um, the Bible says that we should be fruitful and multiply. In order for you to be fruitful, you have to have a fruit. In order for there to be a fruit, there has to be a seed. Yes. So for that being said, when it comes down to finances, people have to understand that your money is not supposed to be still. Your money Ooh. is meant to be busy for it yes. to be full and multiply. That's why it's Ooh, good. I'm as, gonna give him a twelve second dance. <laughs> <laughs> that's you're so annoying. That's why. That's why I I investments. I love whether it, you don't always have to invest money. When you're sowing seeds, that's you investing your into into um into your life. Even your prayers, your prayers go before yes. you. Your prayers never stay. Your prayers go before you. So when it's time for that season, they see that something's happened. They could water the seed that has been sowed. That's what your prayers do. It goes before you. There's no distance in prayer. So I know for me, when I when God really showed me about investment, I was like, God, what else could I do? This investment in my money. It's yes. good that us Christians, we start to think about our finances because your finances is, you have to understand the power that's in wealth. Yes. Yes. Right? It yes. took wealth. It took, it took, girl, let me not preach. <laughs> I did not come on here to preach, Raven. You always, you always do this to me. Preach, preacher. You always do this to me. I, oh, but <laughs> it takes wealth and influence. Yes. I know that was a, I know that was a, to affect people inside this world, inside the story, inside the story of the the purpose of talent. When the um when the man left, I, he was a king, right? When the king left, he gave his servants each talents to their own ability. 
Mm-hmm. One one person have five, the other person has has two, another person have one, another person have three, another person have one. The one that have five, he went. What did he do? He multiplied it. The one that had three, what did he do? He multiplied. But the one that had one, what did they do? He buried it underground and said that, oh, okay, I know that you are a man. Mm. I know that you are a man. You like your money and everything. I didn't want to do harm to it. So I kept it for you. What in that mindset that man had was operating from the spirit of fear. He was operating from fear of growing. Us Christians, we tend to do that. Because we fear of what's going to happen tomorrow when the Bible tells us not to worry about tomorrow. Yes. Your money is meant to be busy. Your money is meant to be fruitful. In order for it to be fruitful, it has to grow. It right. has to believe. It has to produce. It has to be able to be water. But in order for it to be water, it has to be sown. Yes. We don't do that with our money. We tend to, okay, I'm only going to pay for this bill. I'm going to go buy these shoes. I'm going to spend the money because I have the money. Let me go spend it. What? I'm going to save all of this money. There's no problem with saving now. You're going to save all this money, store up your, your riches on earth for what? The Bible frowns upon doing that. Mm-hmm. I know for me, I invest my money into stocks. Yes. I invest my money. Um, I have a mentor who's been trying to teach me about stocks for the long time. And I was scared. I'm, I'm, I'm not like, you know, fully deeper into it now. I'm just like, like, just graphics i'm um, scratching the surface right me now too. and me just getting deeper into stocks it's, it's a whole world out there in finances that we do not know of Girl. and all these people have so many avenues to be <laughs> and they money. making and decisions on our behalf exactly while we at work I'm sitting here with this dumb with making like 300 400 a week and then someone's making ten thousand dollars in their sleep oh Girl. no oh no Oh no. So when I sat there and God started showing me about my business, my business actually making money on their own by yes. our, my marketing. How am I going to market my business correctly? By the influence that I have around me, by the people that I that I that he has brought in, in place for me, my destiny helpers. Who is it? Who's the the right destiny helper to take me to the place called there? Who is the right Ooh. destiny helper to take me to to jump my business to the next level? Who do I need to just wear my product who do i need to just who hair do i need to just braid so the influence for my business could skyrocket and multiple clients and multiple doors will be opening through for me it's the investment that i made in that one person yes i am pouring myself into that person and i'm braiding the hair for free because i'm investing my time i'm investing my faith in god saying god i'm gonna do this person here for free now i'm gonna do this person here for free now but i have faith in you that as i do this here this door will be open so more clients will come and pour into it just because of that one person that's investment we have to understand that i know for me as a woman i was i always wanted to hide behind the guy paying all the bills because that's mm-hmm. what my daddy did inside the house my daddy whenever i needed something I, t- I tell everyone i was the most expensive child when i needed something i mean my name my daddy name is prince my name is princess what you thought really happened inside the house so who you thought was the daddy's girls in the house so anything i wanted my daddy will always get it for me so I yes. never really had to live a dime for anything. I worked, yeah, because I'm a hard worker, but I always spend the money. My parents, they, I never saw my parents argued about money. So it shielded me from the thought of there, there ever will be a time where I won't be able to take care of myself, if that makes right. sense. Because 
they never argue face to face in front of their kids about um, how much money they have or they can't pay this bill, that bill. So I always right. start from the mind of overflow. And that's not a problem thinking from a mind of overflow. No, it's not. It's, it's actually always, great. It's, it's, it's great. No, no, no. It's really great. But when you don't understand what you think from, you're thinking that there's always going to be a supply from man, except for, except for there's always a supply from God. Right. And that's what I was doing. I kept on thinking the overflow was coming from my father, not thinking that the overflow, overflow was coming from Woo! God. So when there was a problem, straight to my daddy, straight to my daddy. But what I didn't do, I didn't go to my God upstairs, telling God that I, I can't pay for this. I couldn't pay for that. I couldn't pay for this. So when God really got me focusing on my money, he told me, like, Princess, you need to buckle down. You need to get your credit in check. Because when your yes. husband comes, it says that a man finds a wife. He doesn't find a girlfriend. You says be prepared for your husband to come. So you don't have to be sitting here, oh, I don't know how to pay for this. I don't know how to pay for my nails. I don't know how to pay for my shoes. I don't know how to pay for my clothes. I don't know how to do this on my own. I don't know how to do that on my own. No. You're your husband's helpmate. Mm-hmm. Your husband is not your your husband is not your shelter. Your shelter comes from God. You're your husband's helpmate. You're supposed to be helping him, and you're supposed to be helping me. You can't help if you have nothing to help with. If you have nothing to give, if that yes. makes sense. So it I makes know perfect. Sense. I know finances is an area where all Christians should really not even just Christians. I don't care what religion you are. If you a woman, learn about your finances. Where you learn from it? Yes. I, I, Girl, I, I think it, I go to, <laughs> I go yeah. to YouTube for everything. Like literally. I, 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 I tell people this, that I graduate from the school of hard knocks because <laughs> a lot of my things I should never have went through, but because I, 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 you know, I did some things I should never did. I ended up, you know, having to learn from the school of hard knocks. The streets taught me everything that I needed to know. I got, um, I had to learn about the importance of finance from a situation I was in. I got $6,000 to buy a car. And I was needed, I needed a car. But what did I do? As soon as I got the $6,000, oh my gosh, I need some new shoes. I need some new clothes. I need, I need this, I need that, and this, that. It's like I needed so much that I didn't have the night before. Like, I didn't need all of this stuff yesterday, but now today when $6,000 touches my hand, like, my my needs just overpower. But it was really not my needs. It was my wants. So right. I blew the money completely on just spending on shoes, clothes, food. I ate so much outside the house, like, fast food and everything. Girl, we I'm need to buy groceries. in Atlanta exact i didn't even buy a grocery girl you could see me uh um american deli all these restaurants and everything girl american so deli is delicious came, no for real oh so when the time came for me uh when the time came i think i had like a hundred dollars left i remember i need to buy a car that time i had six thousand dollars i didn't think about buying a car i thought about it probably one time went to go look for a car the car ended up having some problems so i waited but then i forgot about it spending six thousand dollars and then my daddy asked me about the money and i lied to him for you know i told him a complete lie and then hey we found out the truth later on i told the truth and he was so disappointed me so i'm sitting here like okay you know he's gonna buy me a car he said i'm not buying your car now you have to work for that money and 
that shows Saudi. no for real <laughs> no, no for real but it also taught me the mercy of god as well too yeah it taught me the mercy of god because men man love is conditional god's mm-hmm. love is unconditional Christ died on the cross for all of our sins. So we have mercy in no matter what we do. People, there's the saying that called, that's the saying in African home that says, um, when you, you made your best so you not have to lay in it. It's mm-hmm. basically like, it's basically like um, what goes around, come around and everything. But then there's also a saying inside the Bible that says, it's a scripture in the Bible says, you can reap what you sow. So I sat there and I was like, God, if I reap what I sow, why do you give us mercy if I if if it already says in your Bible that I reap what I sow? Right. Then God started. Then I went through that situation of not having the money to buy a car and everything. And I sat there and I remember going on my knees and positioning myself before God and crying and asking for mercy. And then I sat there and I was like, I can't open my mouth to ask God this. My my daddy, because my daddy, my physical daddy told me no. So I already made up in my mind that my spirit, my 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 father in heaven was going to tell me no because my physical daddy said I listened to the pride of God of the opportunity to show me mercy in my in that time of need. I wow. sat there and I was so prideful. I didn't even ask him for it. I just kept on just like I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't pray to him. I talked about everything else. But I could not pray to ask him to buy me the car, to give me the money to buy the car. So I sat there and I'm just like, God, I want to do it. I want to do it. But my pride was so dang high, I did not do it. It took, it took literally um, a situation between um, the car here, my parents' car, to really break that spirit of pride off of me and go to my father and say, Daddy, I need a car. Yeah, and I'm telling you, it was loud. It was so loud that I heard about time, and I just kept hearing mercy and mercy and mercy and mercy. Wow! And I sat there and I was like, God, like, so this is what your mercy is. This yes. is what your mercy is. And yeah, the car didn't you know drop from heaven or anything, but a job came for yes. me to go and buy the car. It wasn't where I had to go. Um, you know, ask yes. somebody for anything. He provided a job, an avenue that he could bless me through for me to be able to um, buy a car. And I just, when I tell you, I tell God thank you because it's like my finances is one area that he's really been working on with me. Me too. In, in this time of my life. And I know, you know, some people will be like, okay, that's not from God. You know, you, when you work, of course, you get money and everything. Okay. But not everyone has a job, though. Understand that in the whole right. pandemic, people are getting laid off their job. Not everyone has a job. People out there are homeless. You yes. think they can't go just go get a job? You see what I'm saying? Like people don't understand the 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 the, the love that you will have for God, or how God is your supplier because it's just the little things. You don't give God your 12 second dance inside the little things. <gasps> no, for real. So yeah, I had to I had to learn because I graduated from the school. I graduated. I'm not part of the school of hard knocks anymore. I graduated from the school of hard knocks. I love it. Princess, we gotta end this meeting. It's finished shut down. We probably just gonna have to meet up. We gonna have to meet back up. Okay. All right, gang. Cause we need to talk about 
All right, y'all, we back. <laughs> um, I think what Princess said before we had to end, because Zoom, first of all, you need to be free for the whole time. But um, I think it was so important what Princess said is because everything we do has to do with movement. Our money is supposed to move. And I think the reason why we try to save up and store up and hold on and clutch our money for dear life is because we're afraid of that lack of abundance, like what Princess was talking about. We basically saying like, God, I don't trust you to provide all my needs. Maybe you do the big stuff. And that's something God had to work with me really with, just to be transparent. I got that God do like the big stuff. I get he can do miracles. I get mm-hmm. that he can make me a millionaire. I get that he can do exceedingly abundantly, whatever. But it's hard for me to believe that God is in the small things in my life too, that he cares about if I have $100 in my pocket, if I can get lunch, like God will provide those things too. And that's that's just something that he had to work with me on. And so um, just trusting God as my provider every day in every situation, not just with the future, but with my now. Mm-hmm. I know um, I always reference, I always reference God um, in a situation where I talk, think about like a mother Mm-hmm. Um, as a mother, let's say your mother's a teacher, right? At school, she wears the cap of a teacher, but when she comes home, she wears the cap of a mother. Mm-hmm. And I know sometimes for me, I tend to, I tend to forget that God wears multiple caps. Yes, He is my He's my Father, but He's also my provider. He's also my healer. He's also my disciplinary. He's He's also my friend, and. I know sometimes, I not even sometimes, I used to think God was a very selective miracle working God, mm-hmm. that he only wanted to, he only wanted to make the blind um, see again. <laughs> he didn't want to go give me that $5,000 when I had it. I remember I cried on my bed. No, it was on the floor, actually. I cried because I wanted God to do something so small for me, and it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And my faith was crushed so bad because I was like, you are a God that can heal the blind. Something as small like this, you can't do. Yes, You, you didn't want to do for me. And God had to deliver me from that. Like literally, he had to laugh about me. For, he had to like the Holy Spirit had to slap me for free, basically. <laughs> because I was not, that, that mindset was not being, it was not breaking off for me. Yeah. And I know sometimes we tend to do that as well too. We will pray and ask God to remove that tumor out of us. But we won't ask God about the financial thing that we're stuck in. Or even a family member changing their heart or even a friend changing their heart. Whatever the case may be, we will ask God for the big things. It, it's funny that let's say you get hurt or injured or you have a disease or something, you'll be the most prayerful person inside the world. You'll be, you will be a prayer word. Yep. But you have a problem with a friend or something like that. You don't go and pray God for pray to God about that. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's very true. So yeah, that was our little talk on stocks and investing. If you need a resource or places to go to find the right stocks to invest in, I believe in YouTube. I believe in YouTube University. I believe in YouTube Academy because it's such a rich source and it's free. You can literally look up anything. They got good information for you and it's going to be awesome. I will also recommend investing your time or resources in some financial literacy classes. 
so that you can educate yourself on what the highest earners in the world are doing and find ways to replicate that in your best interest. You know? Mm-hmm. And um, yes, before I go, I want everyone on this podcast to know that you absolutely, 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 absolutely can do it. I pray that nobody was discouraged by the big money talk that we were talking about today. I know it's hard for some people because they're like, I don't know where to start. You can do it. The world is not rigged against you and you can be a top player in these games too. You just have to take the time to make the right moves, invest your energy and resources in the right place and use this understanding to help position you to be right in place at the right moment. Um, I heard my... I always say my pastor, one of my second pastors, <laughs> he preaches at the Potter's House LA. His name is Pastor Teray Roberts. And he was just saying how some of the most gifted people don't get to where they absolutely could be because they're putting energy in the wrong places. They work in so, 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 so hard trying to build from the ground up over here when really the path is right in front of you. You need to use your resources, use your family members, use the YouTubers, use that stuff to your advantage. Everybody don't have to start from the ground up. It's already some people who started from the bottom up. Now take what they doing and do it. And I say this stuff because it's so good that at like, you know, 19 and 20, me and Princess are learning this stuff so we don't have to be 50 making the same mistakes that we were making when we were 17, you know? We know this stuff and we don't gotta, you know, try to, you know, work for it, baby. It's already built. Um, And yes, if you are trying to do something or reach a certain goal, you have to be educated in that field first for you to become an asset of value in the market. It's just how it is. Everything is business. So you need the right moves, the right strategy, and of course, the right people. Um, So thank you guys so much for Mm -hmm. coming on to Ray of Light TV today. I hope that you gained something powerful and impactful for this conversation. And of course, thank you for having Princess. Um, Yes. Anything else you want to say, girl? Thank you, (laughs) guys. Yeah, I wanted to leave y'all with knowing that it's such a hindrance to depend on others. Mm-hmm. Um, us ladies, we really need to get take charge of our finances. It's yes. such a hindrance to say that my husband's gonna do, or I can't wait till I get a husband so he can pay for this, or my husband's always gonna pay for this and that. And because you're putting your dependence on man, yes. your dependence is to be on God. Because why are you waiting for? God to move God's like I'm waiting for you to move yes you see what I'm saying you're you're waiting for God to give you that finance like God I, God's like dang I already give you the idea how to get the money you just have to step I already made the path clear just take the first step but you will never get to know that until you take the dependency you put on your husband or put on man or put on the society this world let alone on yourself and yes. surrender that dependency onto God Yes, and I also want to say one thing, and I want to, I just want to say one more thing and tear down any lie of the enemy that he has tried to place in your head to say that God wants you to be poor, that God doesn't want you to grow in your resources, that growing your wealth and investing is not of God. That is not true. Um, Just because the Bible says the meek will inherit the earth. Meek is, meek is a heart posture. That That's just who you are. You can be wealthy. You can mm-hmm. be successful. God wants you to prosper god wants you to be successful god wants you to be whatever you want to be so don't think that god wants you to only stay at a certain level that is not god it's not him Mm -hmm. so tear down that lie 
tear down the lie of fear and go out and get it, baby. And we got you back here on Ray of Light TV. Mm-hmm. Times Women's Corner, Corner Podcast. <laughs> All right. We love you guys. See you next week. Bye.